Well, we want to thank everyone for the kind words and and uh, blessed words, prayers that were given uh, on behalf of, of our family. My mom is doing very well. Uh, Sunday, Monday morning, I was down at my mom's house and I asked her uh, how she was doing. She said, good. Um, she looked at me and said, do you think everyone was enjoying the Spirit of the Lord like we were? And I said, Mom, because on that last song, we the choir sang the song by Chris Tomlin, I Will Rise. And on that last song, we're seated here on the front. I saw a hand go up up in the choir. person was singing. You know, they're all singing. And I saw this hand up. And I, I just, you know, it was powerful. It was powerful. And I'm there with my hands up, praising the Lord. Next thing I heard, I heard a big move. And I glanced, and the whole congregation was standing. And what had happened, um, Travis was sitting about a row or two rows behind over a little ways, and and he had his daughter, Melody, in his arms, and when when the hands were going up, Melody had already had her hands in the air and was praising the Lord because she runs around at home singing these little sections of songs that she knows, and she sings those little sections with her hands raised uh, going around through the house. And for that right now in our time and and what's going on in our family, uh, that's been a powerful word from God. Uh, a few of you kind of understand that and know that. And, uh, and so she's been running around with her hands raised and praising God uh, through all the situations. Well, <clears throat> Travis stood with her, with her hands raised, and that's when the rest of the congregation stood and and were, half of them or so had, I don't know how many, but a lot had their hands raised and was praising the Lord. <clears throat> and we experienced one of the greatest uh, celebrations that I've been a part of. Um, you know, all the, the very best we can experience here is not even a drop in the bucket to what he is experiencing. And we have a hope. We're a people that have a hope. And I, I just want to say to each one of you, you know, look around you. Uh, one of the songs that we sang here a little while ago was about uh, causing us to look around to those around us. Look around you to those around. 
There are people without hope. There are people that don't know the joy and don't know the peace. They don't know the, the love that, that um, we have experienced. And when one of ours passes from this life, graduates from this life to the next, there's a joy in our heart that's, uh, that can't be understood by people that don't have that joy. But we know it. We know it. And, and it should be a wonderful time. Uh, uh, it should be an exciting time when, uh, and, and a time when, when we should leave a good testimony, a good example, a, a, a good word, something that somebody can follow. At the same time, I have a cousin down in Georgia that would love to have been here, but he had been for four years taking care of an ex-Marine, or a Marine, but he became an ex-Marine, that was very, very foul-mouthed, mean, hateful, had run off everybody that had been there to take care of him. Uh, and the family called my cousin up and said, Will you please stay? Will you please stay? You're the only one that has been able to do anything with him. And at the end of his days, which was right here, the same time my dad passed away, uh, Tony was crying out to God because he had had to go to the hospital and and, and receive care himself and had uh, been told by the doctor, look, you've got to quit because in a month's time, you're not going to be here either. And so he was just staying before God and just saying, God, I need your help. And so... Uh, the family was trying to help out all they could, but they wanted Tony. Tony has preached the Word. He's a good pianist. He's a great singer. Uh, uh, he had shared uh, Christ the best he could, but the man wouldn't listen at all. Just curse him up one side and down the other. Well, one day he goes in and the man says... Uh, Tony's regret, he's having a hard time going there. And the man says, your King James Bible says that if I confess my sins, he's able, he's faithful and just to forgive me my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And Tony said, yes. And he said, I did that yesterday and I am sorry that I have treated you like I have treated you. I am sorry that I have treated all these other people the way I have treated them. He says, I have really been bad. And Tony says, I can't believe this. And by the way, this guy's name was Carter. Sergeant Carter. And he's... 
And Tony says, I can't believe this. He said, this ain't you. And he's saying this. This is not just his thoughts. He's saying this to the guy. And the guy says, yes, I did it. And I am a different man from yesterday. And, and he says, I am asking you to forgive me for the way I've treated you. Tears running down his face. Because there had been a change. Well, on about the Monday or about the, the uh, day my dad passed away, right along in there, uh, he had, Sergeant Carter had gone into a coma and, and was not there. And, and Tony had another person he was helping just on the, actually right on the, off the backyard of that same house. But he would drive around to the, the people called up from Sergeant Carter's house and says, Tony, where are you? Well, I'm right behind you, he says. They said, can you get here right now? And he got over there and he had woken up and said, did Tony bring those kids in to see me? Did Tony bring those kids in? And they said, yeah, there's no kids here. And Tony wasn't there. And they, they said, uh, maybe. And, and so he comes in and he says, well, I'm sure glad he did. They were, they were so lovely, all those kids standing around me. And he went back to sleep and passed away. And there had been angels standing around him. So, <clears throat> hospice care has been awesome. So wherever you are, are you paying attention to those that are around you? And are you sharing the love of Christ with those that are around you? Because God is using every single one of us. Sometime back I read the passage of Scripture in Deuteronomy 29.29, that started me, uh, probably over a year ago, started me to thinking about the promises of God and the things of God. And it said that the hidden things belong to Him. <coughs> the hidden things belong to Him. But those that are revealed belong to us and our children. And that, that, that ignited something in me. And I began to look up odds and ends and you know and and he's given me a word or two here here and there. Um I I, I know that this is uh, an area that we are trying that God is trying to promote in all of us, that we stay focused on something here, I think for the last days. Uh and, and you know what last days? <clears throat> well who knows what last days is? Well, this has been the last days for my dad, you know, and he's passed on. Uh, I'm 67, and 
These are my last days. They're not my beginning days. They're not my middle days. These are, these are my last days. Now, how long will those days go? I don't know. They, they may go on till he comes back, you know. But whatever the time, I, I'm not concerned about that at all. I know that these, these, these are some of the last days. So, to me, there's a lot of things that, talk, that are talked about in the Scriptures about the last days. Now, I know that it's bigger than what I've just talked about. I understand that. In the last days, there's a lot of things taking place. And I want to be as effective for Christ in the last days as I can be. I want to live a life that shines a light for others and helps them. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. I don't know if I'll, I'll open it. I'll go ahead and open it. There you go. <clears throat> but, but the Lord has things for us in the last days. And as bad as some of the stuff is in the last days, I know that what he has for me is greater than all the bad that's out there. So in the last days, there's good things going to take place. And I'm not going to look and moan and groan and whine and cry and complain over all the bad things. May have to walk through it. May have to. It might come up to my eyeballs. It may be. But you know what? Greater is he that's within me than he that's within the world. And there are victories all about. And I plan on walking in all the victory I can walk in. I plan on helping others see all the victory they can see. Well, Jesus said in John chapter 16... And Lord, the whole chapter is so awesome. Uh, it's hard to know exactly where to start. You know, he was talking with his he was talking there with his disciples and all, and, all, and he says, um, "I go away to him who sent me, and none of you ask ask me." And this is verse five. None of you ask me, where are you going? So, the thought that came to me is, where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you going? And with the theme of what God has said, that He's revealing the secret things... That just got interesting. That became interesting. Where are you going? And do you know that it doesn't matter how long you have to get there? It doesn't matter at all. The, the amount of time that you have, whatever it is, whatever the amount of time is, He is revealing things to you. And he's revealing things to me. 
He's speaking to my heart all the time. And you know, sometimes when He speaks to me, it crushes. It crushes. I got all down here not long ago. I was dragging my chin in the ditch just like a lot of people do. I sure was. And the Lord just spoke to me. And and it was just a, a peaceful voice. I, I don't even know exactly what the message was. It was just, it was kind of like, you've heard a cat purr. You know, you get it up close to you or something other, and it just, it settles down and all the tension goes away and, and it just starts purring. It was kind of like that. All of a sudden, there was a peace that passed everything that, that was going on. And I knew that God was saying, you're mine, and I'm revealing things to you, you know, and this is a wonderful, blessed time. Even though there was some difficulties out there, I've got to say, there were some rough things happening, things that were perplexing to me, Things that kind of wanted me to made wanted me to feel like I, I I just was losing it, but God just He just came and He just He just revealed Himself, and there was a peace that came. And this is what this is what God does with us. And speaks to us. And we're supposed to encourage one another. Because there are troubling times. There's difficult times. But when we can feel the, the peace of God. And, and anyway, so I, I, got, I was thinking about that. You know, where are you going? Where are you going? Now, I know it's a little out of context and all, but. But sometimes God just speaks to you and He just, you know, a couple words there and it just, it just kind of grabs hold of your heart and it kind of gives you a little hope. It gives you a piece of joy. And so anyway. But He says, Nevertheless, I tell you the truth, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send, I will send him to you. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. And the thoughts that came to my mind was, <clears throat> there's conviction, there's, there's the need to be convinced, because he said of righteousness. You know, you need convinced of the righteousness of God. Because the Scripture says that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So being convinced that you are the righteousness of God is one of those things that anchors your, 
your feet. It anchors your heart. It, it gives you insight. And it, and it clears up vision. You know, right now, I need vision cleared up. I've laid those things down, those things down in the wrong place too many times. And, and half the time I'm having to turn my head sideways to look past the mess so I can, so I can see. At night I have to take them completely off because I can, this is clearer. Now, now, I can't see your eyes as well as I can see them through here. But there's a fog here. But here there's no fog. God wants us to have clear vision. And He's wanting to reveal stuff to us. And when we understand His righteousness... When we, when we get into that, it says that we're supposed to measure His love. It may be unmeasurable, but get in there with your, your ruler. Maybe a yardstick. Maybe it's a hundred foot tape, but get in there and fathom the depths of the love of God. Because when you, when you get into that, you begin to see the righteousness of God, and you can understand that you are His righteousness in Christ Jesus, and you are His righteousness here in this world. Everywhere you set your feet, every path that you're on, you are there to claim that path for Him. Oh, at the paths that I've walked and just fouled up. I've stuck both feet in my mouth many times. And yet God has loved me and given great rewards. Only He can do that. Only He can do that. He is the one that fills our hearts and fills our lives and opens and takes away the fog. He's the one that does that. That we help one another. Con convinced and committed. <clears throat> committed because in verse 14, it, it, several places it says things that will contribute to this. But in verse 14 it says, He will glorify me, the person that He sends, which is the Holy Spirit. He will glorify me, for He will take of what is mine. Now, when God gets ready to reveal things to you, the way he does that is the power of the Holy Spirit is working in all this situation that's going on round about you. And, 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 the, and something is about to unfold here, and it's not catching him by surprise. And he knows how to reach up here and take this thing of God and Insert it right there in that lock, and it opens that door. 
He knows how to take this broom out of that closet and sweep off the path. He knows how to touch your heart and your mind and open your understanding so that you you see what's going on there and you begin to walk in that area. God knows that. God knows that. That's the sovereign God that knows that. And, and the Holy Spirit lives in us. The sovereign God lives in us in the person of the Holy Spirit. He's dwelling in us. Oh, God. Mighty God. Creator of heaven and earth. Dwelling. Living here. Opening our eyes. Opening our ears. Causing us to look into Him. He will take of what is mine and declare it to you. <laughs> he will declare it to you. I woke up this morning. Uh, I pulled. I pulled a Tommy Rickard. I I woke up this morning real early. And I sat down and I was reading this passage of Scripture. And the Lord began to open these things up to me. You see, I I came here believing that Billy was preaching this morning. And, And had no idea that this morning early God was giving me a message. And I, you know, we talked and we were saying, well, what are we doing? And, and, and we said, well, uh, God knows and let's, let's open things up. And so I began to, at that point, I, there was pictures started coming and I, I realized that early this morning the Lord had been already Settling these things in my heart for today. So committed. Committed. I, I, I'm committed. Now, sometimes I, I have problems. You know, and I, I hate to tell you this, but I, I get off and I've, I've, I kicked an old cow one time like to broke my foot. Now, she'd kicked my bucket over three times. That third time, I kicked her. And I, I like to broke my foot. And and I say every once in a while that, you know, you, you need to just get out in the woods somewhere and just kick an old stump. Well, I'll tell you something. I know about kicking stuff. And you won't kick long. 
you'll learn real fast that that it's better just to say yes, Lord, and thank you, Lord, and and accept what the Lord's wanting to say to you and do to you. And because the more you kick, the harder it's going to hurt. I'll tell, I'll tell you that right now. And the more you listen to him, the better it's going to feel. The more you listen to him, the more you say, yes, sir. You, you can pass by broke feet. You know, I mean, Jesus said to Paul, says, why are you kicking against the pricks? You know, I could have read that and learned that. I didn't have to go out and kick a cow or, or a stump. But I guess that's just how thick I am sometimes. I I have to go out there and kick the stump myself. You know. God's ready to declare himself to us. So, whoever you are and wherever you are, wherever you're going, where are you going? Wherever you're going, God's already been there. And He knows what you need. Whatever the day is, He already knows what the day is. He knows what you need. He knows what you need. We can walk into that day without opening up his closet and seeing what he's got for us. We can walk right in there. He'll let you. You can kick that stump if you want to. He'll let you kick it. Haul off. Kick it hard as you want to. Yeah, he'll let you. There's a better way. There's a better way. And His way is the best way. His way is the best. It produces a lot better results. A lot better results. But where are you going? Where are you going? Do you have Him to go with you today? Maybe you've been walking alone. Maybe you've been walking by yourself. If you've been walking by yourself, walking under your own power, and oh, by the way, walking under your own power, that could be any of us Christians. You may have been walking under your own power. And God's willing to show you the things that are His. He says the Holy Spirit will take the things that are mine. Jesus is saying this. He'll take those things. The Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead, if you want to, one, two, three. He'll, the third person, he'll take the things that are of mine and He'll reveal them to you. So he's he's ready to do that. Maybe you've been walking by yourself. God says, don't, please. 
Walk with me. You won't have to kick a stump. You won't have to step in a hole. The water won't get soft under your feet. You can walk on the water. Well, you may have to walk through a mud hole up to your eyeballs, but you know what? You can come out on the other side. He'll walk right through there. He'll give you the victory. If you're walking by yourself, maybe you don't know Christ as your Savior. Maybe you've been walking by yourself. You don't have to. He's saying to you today, Come on, come walk with me. Come walk with me. Open up your heart and invite him in. The song that my dad asked me to sing at his funeral was, Let Others See Jesus in You. I wasn't sure I could sing it, so I asked my brothers to come and join me. And we had a couple of nephews as well. You know, they all came, sons and a daughter came, not my daughter. I don't have one. Daughter-in-law. But they came and we sang, let others see Jesus in you. Where are you going? Let others see Jesus in you. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your goodness, your kindness. You're so loving and patient with us. Help us, Father, to be that way with our brothers and sisters. And, while with those that would be so nasty, so vile, with the world, that we be patient because, you know, we have a hope they don't have. May others see Jesus in us. May they come to know and have inside them the hope, the peace that passes all understanding. Thank you, Father. Thank you. I thank you that you are enlightening our eyes and opening our ears. Thank you that you are revealing yourself to us. Thank you that you are... You, you designed this. It's your plan. You designed it. You anointed it. You commissioned it. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hopefully, you have accepted Christ as your Savior. If you have, if you have done that, say so to somebody. Tell somebody. Share with them what Christ has done to you. Share that new life. Share it. You'll be glad you did. And don't forget, love one another. God bless you.